0: Jesus said to the disciples, Then the kingdom of heaven will be like this. Ten bridesmaids took their lamps and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish, and five were wise. When the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the wise took flasks of oil with their lamps. As the bridegroom was delayed, all of them became drowsy and slept. But at midnight there was a shout, Look, here is the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all of those bridesmaids got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise replied, No, there will not be enough for you and for us. You had better go to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they went to buy it, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready went with him into the wedding banquet, and the door was shut. Later the other bridesmaids came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he replied, Truly I tell you, I do not know you. Keep awake, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. So quite a lineup of texts we have today. Today. Um, when looking over them, I, I I don't know, I got a little queasy on some of them. I mean, the first reading, the thought of meeting a lion and turning to run and meeting a bear, that doesn't really, it's not really an enjoyable thought, you know? Like, that's not, that's not something that I look forward to in my day. Um, likewise in our gospel message today, there's just some bits that were a little hard for me when I first started. So, if we could, um... I'd like to kind of just look through this a little bit with you. Um, at the very beginning, we're told that there are ten bridesmaids, that we have five who are wise and five who are foolish. So, I, if if we can, um, I'd like to acknowledge this, but let's set it aside um, because I don't really tend to think that everyone is fully wise or fully foolish. I mean, I know myself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that says enough. So, <laughs> so um, we can set that aside. Let's just look at these. They are ten, ten bridesmaids that we have. Um, after that, they, uh, they grab their lamps. Um, some grab extra oil, you know, as sometimes you do when you're going places. You bring extra things. I tend to forget quite frequently. So, the likelihood of me grabbing extra of something, not highly likely, but I have my moments sometimes. After that, they do the one thing that we often hear from Scripture to never do, and that's to fall asleep. So, please also don't fall asleep in my sermon. But that happens, I guess, from time to time. So, they're, they're awoken, which is, this, which is good. Um, and all of a sudden... They realize that as they fell asleep their lamps are now going out and they need more oil and five of them say uh, no I will not share with you that doesn't really resonate with me which much of what we hear from the gospel is someone saying no I will not share um, which is confusing so then they say alright go out, go out and go buy because you, you need your oil you have to go get it and it just so happens that just then that's when the bridegroom decides to show up and then they're, um, they come back and uh, the door's shut and they call out to the bridegroom and the bridegroom says that, I don't know you. It's very, it's very odd. I think it is very odd when I was reading through it. But something that struck me while talking with other seminarians and trying to decipher this was that Matthew, the, the author of the Gospel, Matthew, is quite removed from when Jesus has died, much like we are today. Um, so in this, I mean, I can, I can start to see that people would, would be looking at the author and reading this gospel and saying, look, all right, come on. I've been waiting 50 years, and I have not seen a pierced hand or foot of this Jesus character that said that I'm coming back. Because most of them figured, okay, I will be back a week, tops. Because, come on, let's get going. So it's been several years, months, and it just keeps on going. Now we are you know, 2,000 years removed and still know Jesus. But what I think, what we see in this message, what I think the gospel is telling us, is that this is very common, this happens, where people's oil tends to run low. That the Holy Spirit that fills us and sustains us at times we can forget. We can lose faith. We can slide aside. I think that this metaphor of oil is really the Holy Spirit that resides inside of us. That the light is Christ. And that sometimes when it's been a really long time, we tend to forget. We tend to not remember. We tend to say, well, it hasn't happened yet. It's not come by. What makes it really think that, you know? And those are scary thoughts. But, I mean, I'm going to step aside while we're surrounding me. That's why we have this. It's why we have this day. It's why we come to church. So that way we can be filled again through the Holy Spirit. That this oil can sustain our lamps, be poured back in and fill us up again. That we can have communion with community. With people who believe alongside of us and say, yes, I am waiting. Yes, the bridegroom has been delayed. But the bridegroom will come. The bridegroom will be with us. And this is something that we can look forward to. Now, talking with some of the other seminarians as we we're going through this, um, one of my colleagues, a great man, he, he took the original Greek of this text and translated every single word. And I was like, wow, that's good. That's tough. It's very, very tough. Um, and what he figured out is that this word to know, really in the Greek it means it is oida. Which can mean uh, to see, to perceive, to know by sight. Well, that kind of changed this last sentence. I think. I think really what we're looking at is that rather than it saying I don't know you, it's saying I don't see you. It's late. It's dark. Your lamp has run out, your light is no longer lit, and I can't see you. I'm standing here, the door is open, I'm looking into the night, and I just can't see you. Help me see you, because I love you. I think that the bridegroom is waiting there for those five, with that door open. I think that their lamps need to be filled again with the Holy Spirit, in order for Christ to step in and light it and say, Ah, I see you. There you are. I think that one thing that, that can help is, well, all of us. That we come and we are filled and that Christ shines through our lives in all that we do, whether we be garbage collectors, whether we be teachers or doctors or lawyers, that Christ moves through us and the Holy Spirit and all that we do in our lives that we can bring the good news of God. Now I'm not saying that we can fill someone else's lamp. That's not us. I'm not saying that we can light someone else's lamp because we can't. That is the Holy Spirit and that is Christ. But through living in Christ's mission for us, through living through Christ's call, we can provide a little bit of light. And we can help to say, hey, We get our nourishment here at church. That this is where we are filled, that this is where Christ comes. And maybe through our interactions, the Holy Spirit can fill into those lamps again, and Christ can step back into that light, step back into their world and light that lamp. So this is my prayer for all of us. That we don't allow for the hatred of this world the racism, the bigotry, the sexism, the war, the agitation. We don't allow that to bog us down, to drain us too low, that we continue to remember that where we find our nourishment and where community is and where communion is, that we can be filled again to let our light continue to shine out into this world in all that we do, whether it be a handshake or a hug. That we show the love of Christ wherever we go, whether we are prepared or not, because oftentimes we're not. But that's still the kingdom in what we do and where we go. So, even though we may not be fully prepared in all that we do, I hope that through Jesus being in our lives, that at some day when the bridegroom does come, we can look at them and say, you know, I am prepared. Amen? Amen. Amen.